0: Come and listen to my story about a man named Jed, a poor mountaineer barely kept his family fit, And then one day he was shooting at some
1: food, and up through the ground come a bubbling pool. Oil that is, black gold, Texas tea. Well, the first thing you know,
0: well, Jed's a millionaire. Kinfolk said Jed, move away from there. Said California is the place you ought to be. So they loaded up the truck and they moved to Beverly. Hills, that is, swimming pools, movie stars. The
1: Beverly Hillbillies. (laughs)
0: Yes, bro. Only one bad thing about putting you still here, Granny. What's that? Drydale place is downwind. The smell of your corn liquor or brewing is going to drive poor Miss Drydale right out of her mind. (laughs) She's a drinking woman. (laughs) How do you know Uncle Jay? Well, he kind of let it slip out. Remember when we was unloading this from the truck? Yeah. He says to me, uh, what's that? And I said, uh, that's still for making corn liquor. He turned kind of white and trembly, and he says, oh, please don't ever let my wife see that. I reckon she just can't leave the stuff alone. Some folks like that, terrible. Come to think of it, that's how come she's in Boston. What kind of drinking? Yeah. Miss Hathaway says she goes all over every place looking to get cured. <laughs> Damn city cure,
2: no good. The minute you go to taking it away from them, they want it all the more. I could cure Mrs. Drysdale of her drinking in two days. Oh, Granny. I just tell her she could have all she wanted. When they find out you don't care if they drink, they don't care to drink.
0: That sure would be a blessing. Uh-huh. Uh, r- over here, Elena. Don't want to talk about drinking. Hey, look, everybody. Ella
3: May's wearing a dress.
0: How oh, Mr. Drysdale's in the house to see you. All right. My, my, ain't she pretty.
2: Yeah. But, Ellie, you're showing too much bare heart.
0: Well, that ain't her fault, Granny. She just got the dress on backwards. Ellie, honey, put it on the other way around.
2: All right.
0: Hold it, hold
2: on. <laughs> what
0: the world kind of addresses that?
2: Well, Miss Hathaway says the California sundress.
0: Let no son of mine wear it. My daughter <Got> needed. <laughs> Any, you'd best get her into something decent whilst I talk to Mr. Drydale. Uncle Jay can I go swimming in the cement pond? Oh, I reckon so, Jethro. But this ain't like the swimming hole back home. You can't go in there without no clothes on. I can't? No, sir. Okay, Uncle Jack.
4: to my darling. Are you taking good care of him? Oh, yes. As a matter of fact, he's stretched out on the sofa right now having his nap. How sweet. Well, the moment he wakens, you take his temperature and give him some of that blue medicine. What? He's waking now? Oh, marvelous. Put him on. Tell him Mumsy wants to hear his sweet voice. Yeah. Speak oh. to your
1: mumsy.
4: <laughs> he whined.
1: Oh,
4: he probably has a migraine. <laughs> oh, poor sure, my lord. <laughs> well,
5: he even made a hypochondriac out oh? uh, you. Oh. <laughs> Any message for Mr. Drysdale? Who? Oh, Melvin, no, my husband. <laughs> yes, well, uh, is he there? No, he's up at the the estate. Plumper, they bought the place next to yours just about the time you left for Boston.
4: I don't find them listed in the first families. You tell Milburn not to mingle with them socially until I've had a genealogical check run on them. We don't want riffrap living under our very noses.
0: <laughs> for pain, one swallow, don't open near fire. I'll
2: be right in, Mr. Drogdale.
0: Thank you, Willie
3: May. Granny, this is quite an array of medicines you have here.
2: Yep, them's all the remedies I made myself.
3: Mm, I wish you'd make something to help my wife. She's a terrible hypochondriac. Oh,
2: What's the hypochondriac? You run along now. I'll join you directly. Yeah, she
3: goes from doctor to doctor to doctor.
2: Well, I reckon the doctor can't help what's ailing her. Of course, he can.
3: It's psychosomatic. But she insists on prescriptions. Oh, I wish you could see our bedroom, bottles all over the place. Mm. I plead with her. I hide the stuff. She always finds it or gets more. you think that's a lot of box? You should see my wife after a trip to the pharmacy. Why, she's so loaded, she can hardly stagger up the stairs.
2: (laughs) Sit down, Mr. Drysdale. Set yourself. And she has a dog. A perfectly healthy poodle.
3: Now, would you believe that she...
2: Don't tell me.
3: Laps it up just like she does. Lord,
2: Lord. You're sure totin' a heavy burden. Now maybe I can help you. Now if she was to think that every time that she was to
0: You can just wear that barrel till your clothes get drier. <laughs>
2: what happened to Jethro? get too close to a skunk.
0: Ah, he jumped in the pond with his clothes on. <laughs> Mr. Drydale, I'm sorry to kept you waiting. Did Granny uh, tell you about her complaints about mm-hmm. the kitchen?
2: Did? I'm ashamed to mention my piddlin' troubles to a man bowed down with the misery he's got. <laughs> you know his wife.
0: Mr. <laughs> Drysdale, our hearts go out to you.
2: And we're gonna help you, ain't we, Jim?
0: You bet you we are. Man serves a poor purpose in this world if he can't help his neighbor. Well, you're very kind, but I'll manage. I've been living with it for years.
2: Have a nip, it'll brace you up.
3: Oh, no, thank you. I I never touch it.
2: You hear that, Jed? Poor man. He's got all the trouble and none of the
1: fun.
0: (laughs) Here goes a soft-hearted woman. Yeah. Now, about her complaints. Oh, yeah. Well, for one thing, that electric meat grinder has been giving Granny a heap of trouble. Electric meat grinder? Yeah, this one right here in the dish drawer. Oh, it grinds the meat all right, but then you can't find it. It goes down that pipe. (laughs) Granny lost two squirrels and a rabbit in that thing. (laughs) That's a disposal. You only put things in there that you don't want. Now, Mr. Drysdale, that ain't altogether true. Granny's sure one of them squirrels and that rabbit. (laughs) And another thing, this here sideways pump don't work at all. We must have carried in a barrel of water to prime that thing, but it doesn't (laughs) work. What is another thing? Every once in a while, this little thing in the jig here makes a ringing noise like that. There it goes again. Well, that's the telephone. Someone's calling you. I don't hear them.
3: <laughs> They're calling you on the telephone. Say hello into it. Hello. <laughs> I have to lift the receiver first. Now say it. Hello.
5: Mr. Clymer.
0: You <laughs> said why not? Can they see through
5: this thing? No. <laughs> Mr. Clampett, may I please speak to Mr. Drysdale?
0: Well, I sure can see, or else how would they know you're standing here? That's my secretary. She knows I'm here. Yes, Miss Hathaway.
5: Mr. Drysdale, I have some messages.
0: Well, I'd be doggone. <laughs> Granny! Hey, Mae! Come look what we got! <laughs>
3: <laughs> the clampets of justice covered the telephone. <laughs> Indeed, this is a marvelous invention. With this instrument, you can talk to anyone any place in the civilized world.
0: we talk to my cousin Pearl? Oh, yes, of course. Right now? Yes. Ellie, me. Run out back and fetch Jethro. Oh, wait a minute. He might not have his clothes on yet. Oh, I'll get him. Jed,
2: is he greening us? <laughs> can me, honest to goodness, talk to Pearl on this
0: day? You heard what he said. She's
2: just humming. Jamie, I'm humming a too. Oh, shut up, humming and say something.
0: Now Jethro will be right in. You ready to call, Pearl? It's been a call, but she just
3: hummed. <laughs> That's a dial tone. First, you've got to dial long distance like this.
0: Hi, <laughs> okay. Pearl.
1: Hello, Pearl, you old rascal. What you doing back there? Come on, there ain't of this This is Ellie. long distance.
3: I oh, know that, Pearl. <laughs> oh, I, I believe you have the operator. What's Pearl's number? Number? Operator. Adjust him up there.
0: Hey, folks, Mr. Drysdale tell me what y'all was up to. You can't talk to Ma on that thing.
2: Well, look who's getting too smart for his britches.
0: Too big for him, too.
2: Mr. Drysdale says we can talk to her.
0: Yeah, you think you know more than Mr. Drysdale? Well, I know Ma ain't got no telephone. <laughs> Excuse me, Paul, operator.
1: <laughs> you sure small
2: things. And yeah, who asked you to butt in?
0: I get it. I know what to do when it does that. Hello? Yeah, he's here. Well, for goodness sake. Well, sure. Well, howdy there, Miss Drysdale. Let's hear it. Oh! <laughs>
1: Margaret. Oh, how
3: wonderful. What? Man? Oh, oh yes, the telephone man.
1: (laughs) Well, how are you?
4: I'm worried. That's how I am. I'm afraid, Milburn, that you've let the wrong kind of people move in next door to us, and I'm dreadfully, dreadfully upset.
3: Now, dear, you mustn't let yourself get into this condition. (laughs) Control yourself. No, no, dear, you mustn't come home yet. No. Not until we get them in shape. I mean, get you in shape. You're not there, you know. Now we'll wait until you're cute.
4: Milburn, <laughs> I want to meet the clampets as soon as possible. Now, when will that be?
3: What about Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> Next year.
4: Milburn, <laughs> this conversation is making less and less sense. Now, I want the truth about the clumpets or I'm flying home immediately.
3: Now, Margaret, please control yourself. I, I don't want you flying.
1: <laughs>
3: no, please, dear. Please, stay on the ground. <laughs> dear, why don't you lie down and take a sedative, And I'll call you from the office. Goodbye. I'm sorry, my wife. We understand.
1: <laughs>
0: well, I'll-, I'll see you later. Keep your chin up.
1: Poor man. Don't
0: just tear your heart out? He is so ashamed of his wife, he don't even want us to meet her.
2: What he says, she won't be cured till Christmas. of next year.
0: You to help me, Granny.
2: I still say I could cure Mrs. Drysdale in two days.
0: Sure be worth a try. If we could get her out here.
2: Kid, misery loves company. And if that poor miserable woman thought that she had a drinking friend living next door.
0: you ain't ever down more than a thimbleful in your whole life. I know,
2: Jed. But it'd be worth a little white lie to help a neighbor and save a marriage. (laughs)
1: But how?
0: Hello? Yes, ma'am get a stroke of luck granny it's miss drysdale again <laughs> no ma'am he ain't here miss drysdale but granny and me like to talk to you we are your next door neighbors the clampets
2: <laughs> listen honey i got my steel set up not 50 feet from your back door now you come on home and you and me will get glassy-eyed falling down cropped we'll
1: get juiced
3: gets one look at those hillbillies next door, she'll leave me. Get my psychiatrist over here. Move over, Claude. I need this more than you do. I know
5: <laughs> you don't need your psychiatrist. You're looking at the dark side.
3: There is a bright side. <laughs> of
5: course. Your wife is an intelligent woman. She'll see that underneath that rough exterior, the climates are basically fine people. Or she may even help them to get socially acclimated.
3: You're right. I don't need my psychiatrist. Hmm. You do. (laughs) My wife, through whose aristocratic veins flows blood the color of blueing, considers anyone whose ancestors did not arrive on the Mayflower immigrants.
5: (laughs) This sheep does make rather a fetish of the family tree. But,
3: but nothing. I'm stuck. I'm either going to lose my wife or my largest depositor. That's what makes the whole thing so difficult. You know, I like the clans, but I love my wife. Isn't life weird? She's a snob, she's a hypochondriac, she's not young and beautiful, but I love her. And now I do need my psychiatrist.
5: (laughs) Now, Mr. Drysdale, as we used to say at Basso, courage will
3: light your path. Yes, I know what I have to do. I'll go to the airport, I'll take Margaret in my arms, I'll look her in the eye, and lie like a rug. <laughs> I'll tell her the Crampets have left town and put her back on the plane.
5: I beseech you do not become a mess in a web of lies. But it
3: won't be a lie if the Crampets are tricked into actually leaving town.
5: But they're just getting settled. What could possibly induce them to leave town?
3: That's your problem.
5: Me? You expect me? But they like you. Well,
3: them into going to Palm Springs for a few days.
5: Hmm? No, no. I will not help you spin your deceitful web.
3: Miss Hathaway, would you rather be an unemployed secretary or a
5: spider? You know, I think the clampets might enjoy Palm Springs. (laughs) Palm
0: Springs? Where is that? It's
5: about 125 miles from here. In the desert. Desert?
0: Yeah, remember we crossed one of them on the way out here. All that sand.
5: Yeah, I remember. You ain't getting
2: me to no desert. Trees were so far apart that woodpeckers had to tote lunch.
5: (laughs) (laughs) But this is different, Granny. This is a beautiful resort with lots of trees and fine hotels and swimming pools.
0: We got a pond for swimming right there.
5: Ellie's out swimming right now.
0: She didn't jump in with her clothes on, did she? I don't
5: know. Oh, surely not. She promised to wear the lovely swim ensemble I got her.
0: Yeah, she done just like Jethro. Here she comes with the dress shrunk clear up to her. (laughs) Granny.
2: (laughs) What's the matter?
0: All her hair come out. What? It's true. Ellie lost her beautiful hair. (laughs)
2: Help help her, she bald (laughs) as an
1: eagle.
5: Take off your bathing cap. Oh, praise (laughs) be.
0: you hadn't ought to went swimming with your clothes on and shrunk up that nice dress. <laughs> it's
5: ain't a dress, is it, Miss Jane? No, dear. It's a beach jacket to wear over a bathing suit. Ellie may clamp it. Cover
2: up your nakedness, Child. <laughs> That's
5: the way everyone goes swimming out here. It's perfectly proper. But well, you wouldn't catch me in nothing like that.
1: <laughs> me
0: neither.
5: <laughs> Mr. Plapid... Would you like for a member of your family to become Princess of Palm Springs? What? They're holding a beauty contest at the Springs this week and someone in this very room has the face and the figure to win. When the judges see her in a bathing suit. I yes. told you,
2: I ain't putting on no bathing
5: suit. <laughs> Believe me, Mr. Clavett, this beautiful daughter of yours can win that Palm Springs beauty contest without even trying. Can we go, pal?
0: I'm sorry, Ellie Mae, but I just don't cotton to the notion of a bunch of strangers gawking at your bare limbs. Besides, we already know you're the prettiest. Why shame all them other girls? Run along and get some clothes on.
5: Yes, sir, Pop. Mr. Clavett, I, I do wish you would reconsider about going to Palm Springs. Even if Ellie Uncle doesn't. Well, Jay, I
0: do Howdy, Miss Hathaway.
5: Jane to you, Jethro. Well, Jane to you, too. <laughs> <laughs> Look at i set to go hunting, ain't we, Duke? Jethro, have you ever hunted in the desert? No, ma'am. No, it's a. Fascinating place. You might even see a mirage.
3: If there's one there, old Duke will tree it. He's the best hunting dog there is. Well,
5: I love hunting around Palm Springs. You'll, you'll all love Palm Springs. They have wonderful hotels. Have you ever stayed in a beautiful hotel suite?
0: No, I ain't, darling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Granny, let's you and me go and leave these two lovebirds alone.
1: Wait, but
5: please, let me take you all to Palm Springs.
0: I'll well, tell you what. Why don't you take Jethro and Ellie May and me and Granny will stay here?
5: but then Mrs. Drysdale would see.
1: I mean,
0: is Drysdale coming home? Is that why you was trying to get us out of town so we wouldn't meet her?
5: Yes, that is the reason. I'm so ashamed I could die. Yeah,
0: well, now, don't go to crying about it. The way I look at it, Ain't nobody got a right to be ashamed of nobody else. Good Lord made us all. and If we good enough for him, we sure ought to be good enough for each other. <laughs> I hold back on them tears. Use among friends. <laughs> well, I remember a long time ago here, a fellow say it. He said it just about right. He said, There is so much good in the worst of us and so much bad in the best of us that it don't hardly, uh, it don't hardly... Who? Well, go ahead and ball It'll make you feel better.
1: <laughs>
0: I'll tell you what. If this means so much to you, we'll all pick up and go to them Palm Springs with you.
5: Oh, oh, bless you. Mr. Drysdale will be so happy. I'll go home, Billy May Park.
0: I'm telling you, that Miss Drysdale must be a mess. <laughs> She's
5: gonna need our help, kids.
2: It's
0: a poor time for us to be a Yeah, we gotta help her once we get back. Right now, we gotta respect Mr. Drysdale's feelings. Jetro, you go get the truck ready. Okay, Uncle Jed.
4: I've just flown 3,000 miles to meet the Clampets, and I intend to meet them right now.
3: Well, Don, they're, they're probably out of town. You see, they, they travel extensively. Oh, they're wonderful people. it be a shame if you miss them. <laughs> but I know how anxious you are to get back to Boston and your doctors. And Sonny, how is Sonny? How's he like Harvard this year? Is it Yale, Princeton, Dartmouth? Let's go ask him. <laughs>
4: Melbourne, what is the matter with you? Melbourne, let's go. Let go, do you hear me? Let's go, I say. Let go. Have you gone mad? Just, let go, you beast!
0: Step aside, lady. I'll shoot it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: what
0: would you shoot, Jethro? I think it was a fox.
3: <laughs> Who's that? My wife. And why aren't you in Palm Springs? Let's get her home as quickly as possible.
1: What's going on?
0: Jethro shot a fox. That's Miss Drysdale, stewed to the gills.
2: No wonder they didn't want to see her.
0: Poor woman.
2: You mean poor husband.
0: Yeah. We can't go off to Palm Springs and leave our neighbor at a time like this. That's right.
2: We gotta pitch in and see that his wife gets cute.
0: Uncle Jed, are we going hunting? Might as well. It'll be a while before she sleeps that one off. <laughs> Well, I hope there's some possum around. These skinny old California foxes ain't worth shooting at.